0: IVM. You are listening to The Signal Daily. Brought to you by Front Page Studios. Delhi and Mumbai folks are probably still reeling from the epic Backstreet Boys concert that took place around the weekend. This fan favorite 90s boy band visited India after 13 long years with their DNA World Tour, which had begun in 2019 but had to be paused in the middle because of the COVID 19 pandemic. And sure enough, they took the crowds by storm with their smashing hits in the India concerts. But if you missed their show, fret not, because honestly, for music enthusiasts across the globe, 2023 is looking like a happening year. There are so many live music events that are being anticipated this year. I mean, Taylor Swift's E.R.A.S tour is going on in the US till August. Favourite rock band from the 80s and 90s, Red Hot Chili Peppers is also touring right now. Then we have other head turners like Shania Twain, Diana Ross, Ed Sheeran, Alicia Keys, Madonna, Pink, Guns N' Roses, Scissor. All of them have shows lined up this year. And by the way, the full list of 2023 concerts run much longer than this. Really, it seems like after the pandemic lull, Live music events are making a zealous comeback. And it's only getting bigger and better with fatter budgets and advanced tech. Not just that, even the demand for such shows is surging beyond expectations. Remember how Ticketmaster, which is the equivalent of BookMyShow in the US, had crashed after opening pre-sales for the era store for verified fans? They had expected 1.5 million verified fans. Instead, they were bombarded by 14 million fans and billions of bots. But anyway, Ticketmaster's parent company Live Nation, which is also the world's largest promoter of artists, recently released its 2022 earnings report. Their concert attendance was up by 24% in 2022 compared to 2019's footfall, with over 121 million fans attending around 44,000 of Live Nation events. That, in turn, drove its revenue up by 43% compared to 2019, to $13.5 billion. And from the looks of it, 2023 is projected to surpass these numbers. And it's not just international events, even post-pandemic shows in India are drawing a fairly big audience. We don't have the numbers for the recent Backstreet Boys concert yet, but earlier this year when Lollapalooza debuted in the country, the music festival reportedly brought in as many as 60,000 music fans over two days. According to Billboard, the footfall from Lollapalooza's first India edition was almost twice more than the 2020 edition of Supersonic and the last of Festival. And this was despite the fact that Lollapalooza's tickets were twice more expensive than the homegrown music festivals. In fact, Axios also points out that the demand for post-pandemic music shows are high even though tickets are getting pricier. And fans are not just buying expensive tickets for music events. They're also spending a fair bit on food, merch, and drinks at those events. Well, it seems fans don't care about inflation and the high cost of living. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hi, I'm Shorbury, and this is the Deep Dive for 8th May 2023. is spicing up its Books app. Bloomberg reported that the tech giant has signed a three-year deal with a South Korean startup, Kinaz, to bring Webtoons to its reading platform. For now, Apple Books will be distributing 20 original Webtoons or Webcomics solely to the Japanese market. However, it does plan to roll out Webtoons to all 51 countries where the Books app is available, making it easier for readers worldwide to enjoy the newest and most engaging comics. Reportedly, with this collaboration, Apple is even planning to add more than 100 webcomics to its library and even plans to bring in around 180 creators on board. And honestly, Apple's latest move is a no-brainer because the Books app has been neglected for way too long compared to other Apple services like, say, Apple Music or Apple TV. But now, Webtoons are here to save the day and possibly breathe fresh life into the app. But it's not just Apple alone that's made such a move. As Bloomberg reported, earlier this year, Amazon had a head start in the Webtoons market by introducing Amazon Fliptoons, which is a Webtoons section for Japanese Kindle users. And it's a trend that's getting particularly popular in Asia with major players like Corp. and Corp. dominating the market in Korea and Tencent Holdings and ByteDance leading the charge in China. Okay, so for those who haven't yet discovered the world of Webtoons, think of it as a fresh take on digital comics that's perfectly suited for mobile devices. Unlike traditional comics or manga, Webtoons are designed to be read by scrolling vertically with weekly updates that are easy to digest in bite-sized portions. But wait, there's more. Webtoons aren't just confined to the digital space. They're also making a splash on the screen. For instance, do you remember that popular Netflix series where a hamster from a science class bites a student and the virus spreads to the school nurse? eventually turning everyone into zombies? That's the show All of Us Are Dead, which is a South Korean show that broke records as Netflix's most-watched non-English language series last year, raking in 561 million hours of viewership in its first month. And that series was adapted from webcomics. So now you can understand why webtoons are emerging as a major player in the entertainment industry. In fact, in the past two years alone, Around 30 Webtoons have been adapted into K-dramas. And some of Netflix's biggest non-English language hits like Hellbound and Sweet Home have all come from Webtoon, which is a South Korean company which hosts a large library of webcomics. So, of course, Apple wants to capitalize on this trend. Despite established players like Naver, which is the company behind Webtoon, the South Korean company, and Kakao already publishing their own Webtoons, Apple reportedly chose to work with Kinaz to avoid conflicts over distribution and ensure access to original content. Although smaller than its competitors, Kinaz was valued at $86 billion won, or about $65 million during its most recent funding round and it's home to a talented roster of 140 authors. Plus, according to Woody Lee, the CEO of Kinaz, North America doesn't really have a significant lead player in the webtoons yet making it a prime opportunity for Apple Books to become a strong competitor in this area. Moreover, if Apple actually decides to leverage this content for its streaming services, Apple TV, it could potentially lead to a surge in subscribers as the Korean content market is currently experiencing an unprecedented boom. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show us some support rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd also love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at thesignal.com The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. This episode was written, researched and produced by me, Shorbury and Manaswini. Edited by Venkat Anant. Mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvana. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.